Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book, and I'm also the co-author of Tarot for Troubled Times. And I'm your host for this podcast series. This is episode 162 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is creating your own tarot practice. And I have a very special guest with me today, Kate Fowley. Welcome, Kate. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm uh, very grateful that you are with me today because I think talking about having a tarot practice is something a lot of people are curious about. So, you know, before we begin talking about any how-tos, could you describe your tarot practice for my audience? Yeah, my tarot practice looks a little bit different every day, to be honest, but at its very core, my tarot practice looks like pulling a card for myself as a daily draw and journaling about it. I think that my tarot deck and my journal as a duo are really the foundation of my my personal tarot practice that I am, I would say, like regularly committed to. You know, you mentioned tarot journals. So many of us are fans of tarot journaling. So I'd love to hear what your tarot journal looks like. Yeah, it's a pretty standard journal. I tend to just write stream of consciousness for a few pages, about three pages is generally my minimum as a Julia Cameron devotee, three pages <laughs> seems to be my, my like morning pages go to like number of pages, but I always journal about three pages after I do a reading for myself. And that's just stream of consciousness style, get it out as fast as I can. So I can kind of bypass my thoughts a little bit and get right into my intuition and just really activate the messages of the tarot. I find that when I journal about a reading, it's just the best way to to really let those messages become a part of me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And for those who don't know what uh, Julia Cameron is and what you're talking about, can you just really explain that very briefly? Yeah, Julia Cameron wrote a book called The Artist Way, and she suggested in it that we write three pages just freestyle stream of consciousness in the morning as like a brain dump to kind of clear your consciousness before you start your day and uh, just like get your intuition kind of working. So that's really a practice that I do as well in addition to my tarot practice, but it kind of got me onto the three pages being like the standard for journaling. (laughs) I think actually it's a really brilliant idea to combine that with tarot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never thought about that. I did that uh, the artist way for a little while and then mm-hmm. fell off the wagon. I've never given up my tarot practice though. So I love the idea of kind of combining the two in a, a tarot mashup. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think that probably a lot of fans of Julia Cameron are also fans of tarot. So probably a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah. They kind of go together, I think. Yeah. So what are the reasons, what are some of the reasons why someone might want to commit to a tarot practice? Well, I mean, it's definitely really helpful if you're just learning tarot and especially if you are really overwhelmed about just learning all the cards and don't even know where to start, just simply committing to the practice of pulling one card per day and just taking that message with you you know, whether you journal about it or not, just taking that that message with you in your day is just sort of a way to kind of develop a little bit more of a relationship with it because that is what a tarot practice is really all about to me, right? Like 
developing a relationship with the tool. It's not about, you know, just working with it in a way that we're demanding information from it all the time or, you know, consuming content with it or like giving readings with it. It's about really cultivating a relationship with it. So if you're just learning the cards, committing to a tarot practice is a really good way to start to do that. Um, but I don't think obviously, you know, we can read tarot for years and years and we don't ever stop building on our relationship with it. And it's a living, breathing extension of us really. So I think that, you know, the need to build you on your relationship with tarot is, is something that we always need to do just no matter what. And I mean, just apart from that, it also is just a really beautiful way to live with a little bit more intention. I think Um, when we invite tarot into our lives in a way that, you know, it's all about planning the future and just tapping into our intuition a little bit more than that just, you know, reminds us more often that we are agents of change in our own life. And it's just a really beautiful way to live with more intention. I Love that. You are like speaking to my heart right now. (laughs) You know, in tarot, I've been with tarot. I I like to say it's outlasted every relationship in my life. I've had a tarot (laughs) in my hands for over 40 years. And every day it deepens because I'm so committed to it. And so what you said about it as a relationship and as living intentionally, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And a tarot practice really does deepen your connection to the cards, but also it helps to be more present. And I love that. Sure. So what are some of the rituals that people could use to maybe make tarot a part of their day, their month, or their year? Now, we already talked about a daily tarot poll. What other ideas do you have? Yeah. So in, in terms of a daily practice, I love the idea of a morning, uh, draw just before your day, you like, before you leave the house, just asking your deck what you need to know, what you need to look out for. That's just sort of the standard for a daily draw. But I also love doing an evening draw. So doing sort of like a reflective, like what might I have overlooked today or what can I be grateful for today? Just any way that you can kind of tack tarot on to any sort of daily ritual in your day is a really beautiful way to make it a daily thing. In terms of weekly ways, I really love making my Sunday night all about doing my week ahead tarot spread. So I have a specific tarot spread that I do for my week ahead. It's called the lay of the land tarot spread. And I pull one card for earth, one card for air, one for fire, one for water, and just get a sense of like, I guess just check in with what my week ahead might look like. And from that place, I set intentions for my week ahead. So that's gonna involve a little bit of journaling as well. And for the month, uh, a beautiful way to incorporate tarot as a monthly practice. I love doing, well, obviously a month is a full lunar cycle, right? And we can think about a lunar cycle as being sort of like a reflection of our energy cycle. So when we have a new moon, the, the moon is small in the sky and so too is our emotion, so to our energy. So that's a beautiful time to look deeply inward and plant seeds. And using tarot around the new moon is a great time to just set some intentions. One of my favorite practices for, you know, working with new moon energy and tarot is to think about an intention that I want for the lunar cycle and pull a card to embody the energy of my intention and set that card on my altar for the month, for the whole lunar cycle. And I can just kind of you know, 
have that energy around in my house and I can like look at it whenever I walk by and just sort of like even talk to it if I feel like doing that. Um, and then at the full moon, it's a, it's a time where we say that our intentions are ideally culminated and we have like a clear, clear idea of how things are playing out for us. Our energy is big and bright and our intuition is clear. So this is a great time to use tarot as well. Um, I usually like to incorporate a little bit of tarot into a scrying ritual at the full moon. If I, um, you know, bring a bowl of water out under the night sky and look into it and then see what visions come up to me. And then I can pull a tarot card after that and just get a sense of what I might need to know for the full moon cycle. So that's sort of just some two little rituals that I love doing for tarot on a monthly basis. Um, and then for the year ahead, I love doing just a year ahead tarot spread at the new year or a birthday and just really getting a sense of maybe pulling one card per month and just asking the tarot what lessons or what theme might be um, the key theme to look out for for that month and pulling 12 cards and that being my, my forecast for the year ahead and just taking a little bit of a key message and jotting that into a planner. So that's kind of how I will do it my year. Yeah. Those are such easy ideas, but they're such good ideas. They're very practical. And I think, um, you know, if you are new to tarot or even if you're not, these are other ways to really bring tarot into your life so that you're living it. That's what a tarot practice really becomes then. It's a relationship with tarot, but it also becomes then that you're living the tarot. I love these suggestions. Mm -hmm. So I have one other question too. Um, how do you feel about doing readings for yourself? You know, because, really you know, tarot practice, some people are like, I can't read for myself. So, yeah, <laughs> I love doing readings for myself. I think that, you know, to a, sometimes I often do think that the readings that I do for myself are the best readings that I could ever give myself. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, I know myself better than anyone knows me, right? And that, that goes for all of us. Even the best psychic in the world doesn't know us better than we know ourselves. But our readings are, of course, only as good as the time and intention that we're willing to put into them. So I do love doing readings for myself, but I really do, you know, take it, take it seriously. So I'll, I like to like create a space for myself and like put time and space into it, make sure that I have um, have a have a moment to really let myself feel some feelings and move through some feelings and maybe journal about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's definitely definitely a practice that I that I love doing. So you know, I know that you have a class also for tarot people who and you know who are interested in learning tarot. Could you tell me uh, about the class and where people can find it, where they can sign up? Yeah, my my online tarot course is called Curio Tarot School. So it is for anyone who is curious about tarot. I believe that if you are curious about tarot, then that is proof enough. That is a sign enough that you are will that you are you know that you should explore the gift that this tool has for you. Um, so my online course is seven weeks to master the tarot fundamentals. So in it, I take you through all of what I believe to be the tarot fundamentals. So 
I teach all of the card definitions, how to interpret them in various contexts, how to relate to them for yourself, and how to do readings for yourself and for other people. So it's seven weeks to move through that and you can study um, on your own time. There's no set class times. I send you the course materials every weekend and you can just kind of do it as you feel called. And uh, you have access to a live Facebook group where you can chat to me and chat to the community and just feel feel supported. And it's it's an email course, you said, correct? Yes. All, all online, all email materials. Yeah. Well, that makes it very convenient for people then that they can study at their own pace and they're not going to feel overwhelmed and they can do it, you know, no matter what's going on in their lives. So I love that. Yeah, that's how I like to teach. That's how I like to learn. So I was like, that's how I'm going to teach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does make sense. And so um, where can people find you and where can they sign up for the course just to make sure we get all that information here? Yep. You can find me at katefowley.com, K-A-I-T-F-O-W-L-I-E.com. And that's where you can sign up for Curio Tarot School. You can also find me on Instagram at kate underscore Fowley. I am there probably more than I should be. (laughs) And I see you on, on Twitter too also. Yes. Yeah, I'm on Twitter too, at at Kate Fowley. Awesome. Well, Kate, I want to thank you for taking time to talk to me about creating your own tarot practice. This is a, a wonderful subject and I love your insights. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You are such a blessing. I really appreciate all the work that you do for the community and all of all of what you are. <laughs> well, thank you. And I appreciate everything that you're doing for the community as well. So thank you, Kate. All right, people, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And remember, you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons, the tarot coloring book, other books, lots of blog posts, astrological forecasts. There is so much stuff for you to scope out over there. So get over to my site and enjoy. And I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful, splendid day. And by the way, if you are enjoying the podcast, do me a favor. Get on over to iTunes, leave a kind review because that helps more tarot curious people find their way to tarot bites. And as always, I like to close up by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.